Hello, everybody, and welcome to our program, Witness of His Light. Thank you for listening in once again. I want to begin tonight's program with a prayer for you, for every listener right now. Heavenly Father, I pray for every listener right now, Lord, that you would touch them tonight, Lord, that you would open their hearts to receive from you, Lord, that their eyes would be open and their ears would be open to your precious holy word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Let me begin by saying that tonight's message is a very serious message and it's been weighing heavy on my heart and I just want to share it with you tonight in Jesus' name. Tonight's message comes from Judges 16 and the title is Samson Dies with the Philistines. Well, Samson was a mighty man of God and he was in love with a Philistine woman who, at the time, the Philistines and the Israelites were enemies. So he was in love with the enemy. And so the Philistines came to Delilah and said, we'll pay you a, a hefty ransom if you turn, if you give us the secret of Samson's strength. So she tried over and over and over until Samson opened his heart and told her the truth. And when he did that, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord left him and he was captured by the Philistines and tortured and his eyes were taken out and he couldn't see, he didn't have any eyes. And so we start in Judges 16 verse 23. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered together to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon, their God, and to rejoice. And they said, our God has delivered into our hands Samson, our enemy. When the people saw him, they praised their God, for they said, Our God has delivered into our hands our enemy, the destroyer of our land, and the one who multiplied our dead. So it happened, when their hearts were merry, that they said, Call for Samson, that he may perform for us. So they called for Samson from the prison, and he performed for them. And they stationed him between, between the pillars, then Samson said to the lad who held him by the hand, Let me feel, feel the pillars which support the temple so that I may lean on them. Now the temple was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there, about 3,000 men and women on the roof watching while Samson performed. Then Samson called to the Lord, saying, O Lord God, remember me, I pray. Strengthen me, I pray. Just this once, O God. That I may be, that I may with one blow take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars which supported the temple, and he braced himself against them, one on his right and one on the other on his left. Then Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed with all his might, and the temple fell, and the lords and all the people who were in it. So the dead that he killed at his death were more than he had killed in his life. Here we learn that Samson was weak. He was bound and blind and playing with the enemy. But he called on the name of the Lord. He made a decision. Even though he was wrong, he called on the name of the Lord Jesus. Is that you today? Are you weak? Are you bound? Are you blind? Nowhere to go, no hope. 
Did you know that September is the National Suicide Prevention Month? If you're seeing a doctor for depression, suicidal thoughts, continue to see him. Continue to take your medication. Continue to do what he's telling you to do. If you're having feelings of thoughts of suicide or you or someone you know, call this number right now. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 24 hours. It's available. It's 1-800-273-8255. I say again, 1-800-273-8255. You are not alone. We are here. They are here to help you if you're in that moment of weakness when the enemy has come against you and has told you these lies that it would be better off if you weren't alive, if you were dead. Nobody cares about you. Nobody loves you. Well, that's the lie. That's a lie. Satan is lying to you because he doesn't want you to fulfill the plan and the purpose of God that he has for you and your life. What is the definition of death? Death is the end of life, period. I know that there's a stigma to the word suicide. People look at it, people look at you in a weird way if you say that someone that you know or loved one committed suicide, but in reality, death is death. There's, there was a saying in a movie, Tombstone, by Doc Holliday to White Herb. There's no normal life, Wyatt. It's just life. Get on with it. Same can be said about dying. There is just death. The Bible says to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under the sun, a time to be born and a time to die. Well, who's behind this death? The Bible says in John 10.10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. We see it in the beginning of the Bible, at the beginning of time with Adam and Eve. When he got them to disobey God. And they died, not physically, but spiritually. And there was a separation between God and Adam and Eve. And became that separation became passed on from generation to generation to this day. But praise the Lord Jesus Christ that he closed that separation and he brought us back to our Heavenly Father through his sacrifice on Calvary's cross by shedding his blood, his sinless life for us that we may have eternal life in him. Suicide is a lie from the pits of hell. The reality is that death comes to all. Satan doesn't show you the wreckage that is left behind for the families that, that they must pick up the pieces and try to move on. Always living with that what if, the guilt, the blame. It is an unbearable pain that no one should go through. And that is why I am talking about it tonight. We see Samson. Samson wanted to die. And he died with the Philistines. Not by their hand, but by his hand. Is that you today, bound, blind, and weak? Feeling abandoned, feeling like nobody loves you, nobody cares? Well, God's answer for you today is found in 2 Corinthians 12, 9. 
And he said, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He says, Do not be conformed to this world, but ye be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God today. Have you done that? Have you spent time in God's word, renewing your mind? For all those evil thoughts, even King Saul had spirits that would come and buffet him. And in those desperate, lonely times that he had, he would call for David. And David would play unto the Lord. He would play music. And the Bible says that when he played music, those spirits left him. So again, I say, if you're seeing a doctor, continue to see a doctor, continue to take the medication. But I want you to add reading God's word. Because the Bible says that God sent forth his word and healed them. And let this be the extra thing that you do for you going through this process right now. In depression, suicidal threats. Don't live in torment, guilt, regret. If you're a survivor of, uh, of someone that committed suicide, know that heaven is real. That you will see your loved ones again. Concentrate on your loved ones who are still here. I'm not saying to forget because that will never happen. That was your loved one. Cherish the memories. Remember the love that you had for each other. But know that God is with you. And if God is with you, who is against you? We see Satan working. Instead of killing people spiritually, he's out and about like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour with his lies about nobody loves you. Kill yourself. That's not true. That's a lie. The devil is a liar and the father of lies. Death comes to all. It does not discriminate. The unpardonable sin, the rejection of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That is the only thing that will not save you is when you, you rebuke the message of the cross. When you say, I don't believe in Jesus Christ. I don't believe in the sacrifice. That is condemnation. But anything else is covered under the precious blood of the Lamb. The precious blood of Jesus saves you. In Ecclesiastes 9... One event happens to the righteous and the wicked, to the good, the clean, and the unclean, to him who sacrifices and him who does not sacrifice. As is the good, so is the sinner, he who takes an oath as he who fears an oath. This is an evil in all that is done under the sun, that it happens to all, for death comes upon all. And it is evil. Romans fifteen twelve. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, that was Adam and Eve, they disobeyed God, and sin entered and separated us from God, and death through sin. So sin entered the world, and death through sin. Thus death spread to all men because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam. 
So we see that in Adam there is death. But God said, do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. And that is our Heavenly Father, God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Judge. He is able to destroy soul and body. But in Jesus Christ, there is life. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. 1 Corinthians 15.22 For I have no pleasure in the death of one who dies, says the Lord. Therefore turn and live. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. And that man, his name is Jesus Christ. He came in the form of a man. And he lived a sinless life. And he took our sins upon himself. And he was crucified and was dead upon the cross. Was crucified for us. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this today? Even though something precious was taken? Even though you don't know what happened? I've been there. My son died. He was one of the most precious things in my life. But I still believe that I will see him again. Heaven is real. Jesus Christ is real. His sacrifice on the cross happened. And he will come again for us. And we will be caught up in the air with him forever and ever. And we will see our loved ones. See, I used to believe that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. But I wanted my kids with me. But when my son died, that changed. Now my vision is, and my prayer is, Lord, let my Willie meet me at the Golden Gate. Let him meet me there. I want to see him. I want to see you, Jesus. And I want to see us together forevermore. For it is better that you lose your life on earth in Christ than to live a full life and die without Christ. Because to die without Christ is to be condemned for eternity. So to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. That is in the Bible. I hear many Christians say it. To die is gain. But it's a hard thing. Philippians 1.21 This is a faithful saying. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. 2 Timothy 2.11 For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8. For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better, nevertheless, to remain in the flesh, is more needful for you. And that was Paul the Apostle who said that. Who had many visions of heaven. 
rather he would have rather died and be in heaven than to be here but he, he realized that he had a mission and a plan and a purpose that God needed in him here and it it was needful for us for him to be here to write the bible as he was inspired through God my friend if you or somebody you know has gone through this tragedy there's one thing for sure you have to go beyond your thinking your comprehension and reach to Jesus in faith and believe that what Satan took Jesus will restore for an eternity and rest in his words that say my grace is sufficient for you believe me brother his grace is sufficient for you what the enemy intended to harm you to break you to destroy you but God intended it for good and he's turning it for your good because your loved one has passed on from mortality to immortality from this earth into eternity in heaven accomplish for God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done the saving of many lives God said do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell and i repeat that once again what about death he will swallow up death in victory and the lord god will wipe away every tear from all our faces and rebuke and the rebuke of his people shall be taken away from all the earth for the lord has spoken it and he who has spoken it is true and he will do it and every time i find myself caught up in grief and in agony i remind death that he is the last enemy to be destroyed but now christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep for since by man came death by man also came the resurrection of the dead for as in adam all die even so in christ jesus all shall be made alive but each one of his own order christ the first fruits afterwards those who are in christ at his coming then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom of god to the father when he puts an end to all the rule and authority and power for he must reign till he has put all his enemies under his feet and the last enemy and the last enemy that will be destroyed is death and there shall not be death anymore this is the time to turn to the lord not run from him not blame him he paid the price for us to get eternal life what are we going to say heavenly father you took my son and he's going to say i gave you i gave you that son he was a gift and i also lost the son his name was jesus christ but i gave you eternal life through christ jesus god gave you the best he gave you his only begotten son that whoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and samson who died at his own hand because he was playing with the enemy we know that by faith he was saved and walked into eternity you might ask well how do you know that he killed himself 
I go. I turn to Hebrews eleven. Heroes of the faith. Samson is in written in that book as a hero hero of the faith, saying that he made it because of his calling out to God, his decision to live for God. So Samson made it there, and your loved one made it home. And Jesus says to as many as received him, to them he gave him the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name. What does God say today? He says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You might be sinking right now. It feels like you're in the middle of the ocean. In grief, in sorrow, in pain. Wondering why. Why did this happen, Lord? But the Lord warned us that sin would bring forth death. To live our life as if today was the last day. Because today is the last. Today is the day of salvation. Don't take any minute for granted. Love your kids, love your wife, love your family. Like it was the last day. Reach out. If you're drowning. In grief and sorrow. If you're mad. If you're mad at God. For the tragedy. It wasn't him. It was Satan. For he comes to kill, steal and destroy. And if you're that person. I'm throwing you out a lifeline. I'm throwing, some, I'm throwing you a rope in the middle of the ocean. Reach out. Grab it. His name is Jesus. Jesus Christ. And if you're listening today, open your hearts to Him. Do not harden your heart against the Lord. But let that anger, let that hurt, let that pain, let that guilt, let it go. Give it to the Lord. Incorporate God's Word into your Regimen every day. When the enemy comes in like the flood, let the Spirit of the Lord set up a standard against them. The Bible says that we die for lack, his people die for lack of knowledge. As I hit, sit here and talk about it, I see my son, son's, my son Willie's graduation pictures that he took, and he looks so happy. March 28th. 2018, at the age of 29, he passed away. It took me a year, but God is faithful. God lifted me up out of that gutter. He picked me up out of that hole. He took me out of that ocean because I was drowning in grief, in guilt, in pain. Will you make that decision for Christ today? Will you allow him to pull you out in faith? Will you become a child of God today? Will you become my brother in Christ? Will you join me to fight the forces of darkness by shedding the message of the gospel, the good word that Jesus is alive, that Jesus is the savior of the world, that he took your sins, that he took all the things that you have ever done, that you are embarrassed or feel dirty about whatever it might be he took that away on Calvary's cross 
Call on his day on his name today. For today is a day of salvation. Let us pray for salvation. Pray with me this. Lord Jesus, I believe, Lord, that you came, that you came on, on earth as a man, and you lived on this earth for 33 years, sinless. Sinless, you lived a perfect life, sinless. And you were judged under Pontius Pilate, and you were crucified on Calvary's cross. And you died a righteous man. And you shed the precious blood. You were beaten. You were hurt. Your transgressions, our transgressions, were upon you, Lord. And you died on Calvary's cross, righteous man, for my sins. And I ask you now, I open my heart to receive you, to be the Lord and Savior of my life. Today, tomorrow, and forever, and always. Holy Spirit, Fill me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Guide me into all God's truth from this day forth. Hold on to me. Never let me go. Lead me out into all truth till the day I die. Give me a message for this lost world, for these end times, to bring glory to your name. I pray this in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Once more, if you're feeling suicidal, Call for help. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is waiting. It's open 24 hours. 1-800-273-8255. You can also just make a doctor's appointment. Go see your doctor. Tell him what you're feeling. Do what he tells you to do. But incorporate God's word in your therapy. Maybe you're not suicidal. Maybe you just feel lost and abandoned and hopeless. Pick the Bible up. Read the gospel message. Know who Jesus is. I want to pray for every listener right now. Lord, I pray for each and every person right now, Lord, that they would receive from you tonight for taking time out of their schedule, Lord, to listen to your word because everybody is living with an expectation to hear from you, to receive from you, Lord. I pray for their miracle, Lord, whether it's whether it's their children who have gone astray, whether it's a husband, whether it's a wife, whatever problem they're going through right now, Lord, that you would meet their riches, that you would meet their needs according to the riches in Christ Jesus, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would touch them today, touch their heal, touch them, heal them. For your word You sent your word out to heal them today, Lord. I pray for the people tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This is the end of the show for tonight. I bless you in Jesus' name and I say good night until we we meet again, which will be next week, Tuesday or Monday. God bless in Jesus' name. Amen.